L-I-W, The Walking Dead Reviews, brought to you by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Wait, oh, you only have Pepsi products? Oh, um, yeah, that's fine. I don't really care. They taste the same, right? That's not really a difference. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not picky. That's good. That'll work. Thanks. L.I.W. The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to L.I.W. The Walking Dead Review. Today's episode, L.I.W. The Walking Dead Review is The Walking Dead Comic, Chapter 19, March the War. All right, so where we last left off, it's been about a week since I recorded. I'm trying to remember. Legit trying to remember. Uh, they're marching the war, pretty much. The shit with Negan's not going well. They, they're, they're realizing he's kind of a psychopath. And they shouldn't have had to have a realization of that. But basically, Rick was not telling everyone what his real plan was. His real plan was to go fight Negan, get everyone together from the other towns, the kingdom. The, I don't know if they introduced it yet. Um, not yet. Oh, they did. Sorry. Again, I, I have to remember where I am exactly. So he knows about the kingdom. He's going to get um, Ezekiel from the kingdom. Yeah, we talked about this. Right. I'm feeling familiar now. Again, been a, been a week. Uh, and I read ahead, so it gets kind of confusing for me. So why don't, you, why don't you be patient, okay? Anyway, he wants to get all these guys together, and that's kind of what his real plan is, and he's not telling anybody at Alexandria his plan. And that's where we left off. Um... Maggie has moved to the hilltop following the death of Glenn. This is right after that, pretty much. Um, she's sitting there at his funeral, not his funeral, at his grave site, and pretty much Whoopi Goldberg walks up to her, and she's like, she's nice, but she's like, bitch, nobody else has a fucking grave. You notice that? Like, he thought you were so special that he gave Glenn a grave for you to mourn at. Meanwhile, fucking nobody else is... She's not that rude about it. She's pretty nice. Uh, this is the character of Brianna. And she looks just like Whoopi Goldberg. I'm not being racist. She does. She just does, okay? She's, but she's like, you opened up our idea or our minds to actually burying the dead instead of just burning them, which sucks. It really sucks because, you know, she, she lost a child. I think it was a 12-year-old. And she's like, I don't get to see, you know, I don't know where it is. I'm reading beyond the page because he didn't really say that, but she also warns her that Gregory's super creepy and just to avoid him. And then the next scene is Maggie, not the gynecologist or anybody with, there's only one doctor, you know, I can never keep track of what doctor is alive on the show because the doctor is apparently just, you think it'd be really safe. Because the people that are in there are not moving too much, but they get bit and shot and stat like just shit happens to the doctor all the time. It doesn't help that Rick is constantly in the doctor, Rick or Carl. So therefore, Rick is always in the office, and people are trying to attack him. I think that's where a lot of it comes from. Just it's like the epicenter for Rick shit to happen to Rick. I don't know. It's like a weird uh, guilty by association type thing where. If you know Rick, and chances are you're near him, and if you're near him, chances are you're going to get stabbed or shot, and the doctor's always near him, so going to die. Not, not, a, not a long life with that, that job. Not around Rick, at least. He's a, he's a fucking target. 
Anyway, she's getting her, you know, baby looked at. She's not very far along as of this point. Um, but the doctor's like, yeah, we're going to look at this. And it looks fine. It sounds great. People are having babies. You always hear that whenever that the conditions aren't ideal. You always hear, well, people have babies in caves for thousands of years, you know. And But Gregory walks in while she's in her underwear and just like a little tank top. And he walks in and he's like, oh, you know, you're acclimating. Like, how's everything going? She's like, motherfucker. She tries to like kind of laugh it off like women have to when they get flirted with too hard at a bar or at their job, you know, and some guys is laying it on way too thick, basically smacking her in the cheek with his dick. Um, they have to deal with that. Um, I don't think I would have the wherewithal to stand there and take the, basically the genital assault by every man. I don't know. That's why men don't have to do that. I think that's why certain men are very homophobic. Because they don't want to deal with that. They don't know how to deal with it. I don't know. Anyway, Gregory's fucking creepy. He's just staring at her. I don't know. He's weird. But they leave. Ah, I don't know. Gross. She basically is just like, oh yeah, he's creepy. I'm going to go ahead and not trust him. Basically, they're laying down that Gregory isn't to be trusted because he's a sexual predator. And I don't, I don't know if that has anything to do with his leadership skills, but the, the comic's kind of laying down that, that, that theory. So when she gets back to her room with uh, Sophia, Jesus is just creepily waiting there. But he's not doing it in the creepy, I want to see you in your underwear way. He just happens to be there. He wanted to sneak in quietly. He had a reason to be in there quiet. And he's like, hey, Rick's going to, he works with some of these people. We know Gregory doesn't want to go to war. So I'm going to talk you into it because you're a better leader. Uh, I'm going to go talk to Gregory. But I know he's going to say, which he does say no. Gregory tells Jesus no. And you don't ever tell Jesus no. Has he not read the Bible? You go to hell if you do that. That's not good. Uh, Jesus then goes and tells Cal, the guy who's on the wall chucking spears at everybody. And immediately, oh, I won't go there yet. I'm following the comic, how it rolls. Anyway, Rick tells the... uh, a couple people about the war. I'm not really sure. You know, he tells Andrea and Carl over here. And he's like, I was going to tell you anyway. And he goes and talks to Olivia. And he's like, oh, we need more supplies. Like, we don't have food. And he's trying to play off the, uh, the fact that Negan's coming back. He's like, oh, if they come take half, we're fucked. So we need to go get a lot more. That way, if he takes half, we'll have his, his cut over here. We won't starve to death. That's kind of important um, in all aspects of life to maintain life. Why am I explaining that? I don't know. Anyway, um, Spencer complains to him that he's never there and a bad leader. He's like, you're never here. He sounds like such a bitch. Remember when I was saying in the last couple episodes that they're really setting up the fact that Spencer's up to no good? Like, he went to the church with Gabriel and was, like, praying at the altar, like, like grant me the strength to, know, to do what I know must be done. And you're like, oh, this is not going to be good. This fucker's... <laughs> Nothing's good going to come from this, you know? Anyway, they're starting to set that up a little more. I like that they're... I like when he, he, I mean Robert Kirkman, I don't know if Robert writes all of the dialogue, I assume he does, so I'm just, I did give him credit, so if he's not the one that did it, you know, spread out the credit, nobody cares about my credit, anyway, I like that he sometimes spreads out things like this, because some things are just done so quickly, remember when I was saying the governor, I need coffee to get into this, excuse me, remember how I was saying the governor was too quick in the comic, but it was longer in the show. He's kind of doing that with Negan. 
I like it a lot. I like that it's not just going to be over. It's it's going to be an ongoing thing where he's a threat. He is going to be a threat for several chapters. He's he's oh, it's like I don't know four or five chapters. He's 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 still going. Um, anyway, and I, and I mean the same thing with the stretching it out with the Spencer thing. They didn't just get it over with and have him do it right away. They didn't introduce it later and just have him do it. You know what I mean? They didn't just, they didn't just get out. I like that they didn't just fucking, you know, speed through it like it's fucking a flyover state. They they, they hung around in it and they kind of like set it up a lot more. It's nice when he can do that. I, I feel like he's he's learning how to do that really well later on in the comic like this. Um, enough about Spencer because nobody gives a shit about Spencer. Jesus asks Earl Sutton to make a knife for Maggie. One she can conceal. And I don't think they ever follow through on that, but it doesn't really matter because they just want to set up Earl Sutton, who's a, the town's blacksmith, and he seems like he's really good at his job. He probably seems he seems like he was probably a blacksmith before all this happened, so why not keep doing it? I don't know. I I just felt like that. He's he's a nice guy. He Jesus is like he just you know I gotta go talk to Cal. I'll be right back. And he's like you gotta talk to Cal. I gotta talk to Cal too. But he he left. And he's like well, Jesus is like motherfucker really. He didn't really say that, but he's like, yeah, Cal ran off. I saw him leave. So uh, Jesus tracks him down. In the meantime, Rick takes a, the group. He tells them that they're going to go on a supply run. Supply run, excuse me. I'm slurring for some reason. They're, they're going to go looking for supplies. And they all go, and they're like, well, we're not really going there. We're going to the kingdom. And then they go to the kingdom. And then the shit happens there. But in the meantime, Jesus finds Cal. And after he fired a flare, Cal fired a flare basically to sing, signal the uh, saviors. He's gonna, and they have a little conversation. He's like, "I'm gonna tell them about the war. It's not gonna happen. I'm gonna save so many lives." And Jesus is like, "You fucking idiot! Like we're trying to kill him, and then we can live in peace." Like he just tells them like how much it makes sense. Cal kind of realizes his mistake. By the time the saviors arrive, Jesus has time to talk them down. He's like, "I'm sorry. We just want to know your, your supplies are low." And they're like. You have six days or something like that. What, like, and they hit Jesus in the stomach. And you don't piss Jesus off. You don't. You don't punch Jesus in the stomach. He's not Houdini. He won't die from it. Come on. Learn. <sighs> in the meantime, uh, Michonne and Ezekiel are getting into a weird little lover's quarrel. They start arguing, having a little power struggle. And you're looking at them going, okay, well, I don't know if she has dreads, but she kind of looks like she does. So I'm like, oh, Black dude, dreads, black girl, dreads, and they're going to fuck. They're going to fuck a lot, and I have to deal with it. She fucked Tyrese. She fucked Morgan. She's going to fuck this dude. She's going to fuck Ezekiel. George Clinton's getting laid. I'm fine with it, though. I don't care. I just don't want to see the same plot line happen where he dies, and then she has to, she suffers. You know what I mean? It's just kind of all her character's been. Michonne in the comic is very boring. She's cool to look at when she's, like, killing zombies, She's the most useful character if, as far as short-term survival goes. Like, if you have to go on a run, she is the one you want by your side. Absolutely. She's, she's loyal. She won't leave you behind. She's not so bad in the eyes if you're into the drawn women. Um, you thought I was going racist with that, didn't you? Fucking Christ, man. I've got black fever. It's fine. Anyway, uh, she, they argue, and afterwards, she, after the feast, they have a lot of feasts. As of late, the kingdom, and in the future comics, they will. 
they go to the back and they have a talk. And he's like, I was a zookeeper, okay? This is all theatrics. I was a zookeeper. I looked after Shiva. And then after all this happened, I went and found her. And she, you know, she was damn near starved to death. And they, it explains basically how, what his real backstory is and how he keeps up the uh, king thing. Because people need a leader. People like it there. I don't know why. It's like a weird place. It's It sounds like fun. It's like uh, all the theater geeks went there instead of Hilltop. I don't know. It's it's cool. I don't know. George Clinton's got a lot of theatrics too. So um, Rick says to Andrea that their forces are at 50. Uh, it's not really important, but I like to mention it because they're facing Negan and his army. I don't, I don't know how many they have, but they have 50 right now. And that's before all the deaths and the people who the defects, people who left. They Negan shows up at Alexandria while they're while they're gone, while Rick and all of them are gone. Um, Olivia opens the gate for him eventually, and then he starts sexually harassing her, and she doesn't take too kindly to that, so she smacks him. And um, they brush over that. He's just like, ah, whatever. I shouldn't have done that. I was over the line. Spencer comes up and wants to talk to Negan. Uh, this is when they introduce Seth. Seth is one of Negan's guards. They ne- Spencer's like, hey, he's going to come kill you. You don't trust him. I want to be leader. My dad was a leader. Let me be leader. Kill him, and I'll I'll take over. And Negan... I like... See, this is the stuff I like about Negan. I agree with um, Robert... Kirkman with this. He is a fun character. He says he has a lot of fun writing him. I have a lot of fun reading him because he's not just an evil person. He's not just, kill them all, like the governor. He is... He's tactical. I don't know. I like that he doesn't just... He calls out late, later on. I'll, I'll get to it. I think it's in the next chapter. He does something and he goes, alright, I'm mad enough to admit I thought that was going to work and it didn't. He, like, he says that to everybody. I like that stuff. It's He f- shows his flaws... In a way that is still terrifying to everybody around him. He's like, all right, well, fuck it. Here we go. Next thing. Like, what's next in the deck? Like, he just, he just, because he goes, all right, Spencer, well, um, you're a fucking pussy. You, if you really wanted to take over, you would have just killed Rick yourself. And we wouldn't be having this conversation. So he, he goes, you got no guts. And he slices his gut, his stomach open with his knife. And then the guts pour out. And he goes, oh, there they are. They're hidden inside you. Had them all along. I like that. That he... Didn't just go along with him because it would have killed Rick. You know what I mean? It's, I like it. I like that it's, he, he doesn't choose the easiest path. He chooses the path where this makes sense. If this guy's in charge, he thought like long term. If Spencer's in charge and he's this big of a pussy that he's coming to me for help, I have to do everything for him. So it's not worth it to kill Rick over this guy. Fuck, I'm killing this guy. Do Rick a favor. Um, he's thinking like long term for his, his supplies go. I like that. Rick and the group arrive at Alexandria, and you know the, he learns of the death of Spencer. Now, Andrea is upset, but she's like he is a dick anyway. But she, I'm still upset. They decide as Negan's leaving, they give him half the supplies. As Negan's leaving, they decide this is it right now. This is our best chance, our best opportunity. You only got one shot. Do not miss your chance to go. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better loot. I'm sorry. What am I doing? They're like, this is our shot. We're taking it now. We're going to kill this motherfucker. Let's get it over with. All right. So they decide to attack him as he's leaving. 
Andrea heads for the tower, which is where she spends most of her time in this section of the world. Um, she shoots up Negan's truck. She shoots the driver, and then they shoot up the truck. Negan gets out with a lot of fucks. He's like, fuck, 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 fuck. I like Negan. He swears a lot. It's fun. It's fun to read the word fuck, you know. Um, Negan gets out eventually, and he gets Rick out there, and they're like, he's like, you think you think I came out here alone? And Rick's like, what? He's about to kill Negan. But the, all the guns are shot out of all the, all the Alexandrians' hands, including Heath. He's out there. But they shoot out all the guns, and then Negan's like, you fucking think I came out here alone? Like, you know why it takes so long to get out here? I only come every once in a while. It's because I have to assemble all these dudes, and all these guys come out, all these soldiers. Basically, he like has them stationed and hidden around just in case shit like this happens. So he, they fucking run off. Um, Jesus shows up. This is when this happens. Sorry. It's a little confusing. There's a lot going on here. Jesus and Aaron are running toward Alexandria. After they found an outpost that was supposed to belong to Negan, and they found it empty, so they're like, oh, shit. They're probably at Alexandria. And you kind of, kind of realize that those guys are used as cavalry. The reason he has outposts is because along the way he'll collect those outpost people and bring them with him. That's who showed up, what I just mentioned. They, uh, <clears throat> so they start running for Alexandria. Um, Andrea gets attacked up in the tower. This is a great moment. Um, they, I keep saying um and it really bothers me. <sighs> I'm a failure. But Alex- Alexandria is a great town. I like I like when they're there. But I, not uh, it gets really great coming up here, and I I liked what happened. I'm trying to ease my way into what happens. Begins with Andrea gets attacked in the bell tower. She's like across the street. She got attacked there before. Glenn, Heath, and Spencer cross the wire to get to her. That's where she is again. She gets attacked by this dude, and he's like. She's sitting there with a sniper rifle. He's like, don't worry about what's in there. Worry about what's in here with you. Shit like that. He's he's trying to intimidate her. Uh, and I like this whole section of story, or section, this scene, I guess, would be the best way to put it. Because I didn't know what was going to happen. I legit had no idea if Andrea was going to die or not. And she prefaced all of this by going, we don't die, we survive. We survive, Rick, before he went out. And he's like, all right, we'll go to the bell tower. All right, crazy lady. But I was like, oh, shit, is she going to die? Like, They either set that up because she's going to die or because they really believe they can't die and they won't die right here. Like, they might die. They might age together. I don't know. I, didn't, I had no idea what was going to happen. Uh, they show Carl shoot Lucille while Andrea's getting attacked. The Andrea attack is happening throughout all of this. They keep coming back to it. But Carl shoots over the, the fence and hits Lucille and... Uh, Negan doesn't like it too much. It's like his little girl got shot. Not little girl, like his girl. Um, he did say if it had a vagina, he would fuck it. He did say that in this book. But Negan, uh, he gets Nicholas, Rick, Heath, and Holly on their knees. He's about to shoot them. He's like, if you don't send Carl over here, I'm going to fucking shoot all four of them in the head. That's just what's going to happen. And he makes fun of Nicholas's mustache, so he thinks it's the 80s. And then you see a there's a fight inside the tower. Then you see one of the bodies fall out. And you don't know who it is. They all think it's Andrea. I thought it was Andrea. But when they didn't show who it was, I was like, oh, it's not Andrea. They would show that. 
But they could just do a reveal because they do do reveals a lot in this show. So legit, I'm not even spoiling it for you if you don't know what's happening. I didn't know. The audience doesn't know. You're not supposed to. They, uh, Jesus attacks Negan's group. He, he runs up and he does all this kung fu. Jesus is great. And then they start to be like, oh, this is it. And then they realize they're getting attacked by a fucking Bengal tiger. Shiva starts biting the shit out of this dude. Guts him, eats him, doesn't matter. Negan flees. Uh, Jesus tells Rick that it was... Oh, excuse me, this is after this. All the calms down. The war is kind of over for now. It was a little battle. Jesus is like, that was so sloppy. Don't Not your best day. Don't do that again. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. But it was kind of weird because I liked it. I could tell what he was doing, Robert was doing, or whoever drew this was doing. There's a fucking shit ton of names on these now. There's four names now as of these comics. Anyway, I, what they were doing was they had Jesus talking to Rick, and Jesus literally says out loud, like, hey, if you fall apart, this all falls apart. You're the reason we're all here. Without you, this is nothing. And he says, you're a leader we can follow. And it's a side shot, and it's got like a little halo behind him. And I'm like, oh, you're sp-. like normally he would be saying that to Jesus, but in this, Jesus is saying it to him. And it really is like a like a Mexican candle, like drawing. <laughs> it looks like it was going to be on a church wall. It, it, was, it was so obvious what they're going for, but it was fucking awesome. So, in summary, in summary, characters introduced, Brianna, Earl Sutton, and Seth. They also introduce Connor, uh, but he dies. You, they don't say his name until the next chapter, so there's a spoiler on that. Um, yeah, I won't say what. Yeah, figure that out. Uh, good luck with that. Skip that. If you if you can uh, retroactively go back and skip that, I'd appreciate it. Spencer died. Spencer died. Okay, guys. Big, big fucking deal. He's a big deal. He was Douglas's son. Douglas. Remember that guy who... Died a long time ago and took out Carl's eye with him. That prick. That prick's dead. So is his son now. His wife. What's his, what's his wife's name in the comic? I forget. Deanna in the show is Reg. Her name is Regina. That's right. In the show, it's um, Deanna is Douglas's character and Reg is Regina. It's, they switched the genders there. Very fucking clever. Very fucking clever show. They really do. I do like it, though. Honestly. Um, in the show, in the TV show, spoiler alert for the TV show, as of 6.03, I haven't watched 6.04 yet. So, if you haven't watched the show yet, go ahead and shut up the show now, this show now, because I'm not going to talk about the comic anymore. Okay? So, you had your warning. I'm going to throw out my theory as to what happened in the show. Okay, so you had your warning. Here we go. Glenn died on the show. He, he got, um, Nicholas shot himself in the head and fell onto Glenn. And they showed Glenn getting torn apart and eaten. When I was watching it, and I'm like, that looks so weird. It just looked like his head was too far down. So what I think happened, my theory, I'm saying this before I watched 604, which, full disclosure, is out. I don't know if they cover this. I don't know anything. I'm just going off what I feel happened. I feel like, they were gutting and eating Nicholas on top of him because just the way they fell, it was awkward. And he would look like Nicholas looked like he would have fallen on top of Glenn. So I wanted to cover that so I can say, Hey, I fucking called it, um, in a previous episode. Cause I am going to watch this episode today. I haven't yet though. Um, I don't have a reason to lie about it. It's my own fucking show. 
that nobody listens to. So I don't have a reason to lie. Anyway, that's what I think happened. I think Glenn will still be alive. There's no witnesses. It was kind of weird. I, I don't know. It was just felt like a, like I said, a lackluster death for a main character. It didn't serve anything. I complained about this during the, the actual episode show. Episode show? Whatever. Whatever makes sense there. I complained that it didn't, in, his, in the comic, Negan kills him and it serves a villain. Like, you know what I mean? It sets up the how bad the villain is. But in this, not so much. He just got killed by some zombies and didn't do anything. But whatever. I feel like he's still alive. He could still make it. I think they're, I think they're lying to us in a good way. In a, it's different if they go, he's alive, he's alive. Oh, he died a while ago, by the way. That's a, that's a bad lie. This is, oh, a main character died. Oh, no, he wasn't. Oh, no, he wasn't. Like that sort of shit. I mean, I was racist. But that's what I think. That's what I feel happened. Um, go to loitingwonderland.com. Hey, if you uh, turn the show off earlier, turn it back on now. That's how this works, right? That makes sense? Anyway, go to lordnewwonderland.com. Check out the shows. Lots of shows. Twilight Zone, American Horror Story, Walking Dead, Fargo, Gotham, Fear the Walking Dead. I do an NBA show. I do a Chicago sports review show. We do movie shows, improv. I have my own new show. I do a Nick Cage show that's yet to air, but I'm working on it. I might do it today. I don't know. Anyway, guys, I am Phoenix West. Go check out the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you got. Go share it with, uh, we're on, we're on, uh, what's it called? Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, YouTubes. Go check it out. Fun stuff. Thanks, guys. So long, citizens.